Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And thank God, praise the Lord, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Yes, and I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? So you are, usually I post my podcast on Tuesday nights, but I have been like very extremely busy, like with, you know, my, uh, my church life, my, um, my school life. Uh, I now tutor children after school on Tuesdays. And then sometimes I have other things that I have to do with my children. And so this time I did not have an opportunity to really record the podcast. So, um, I do apologize for that, but, uh, God and my family do come before I do this podcast. So, now I am recording it. So today is going to be tell it like it is Thursday. Tell it like it is Thursday. And so I truly thank God that I'm still alive and, you know, all is well. And y'all, I don't know if y'all heard about the recent the recent um, concert. I believe it's called Astro World, where um, now the number have went up to nine people um, was actually uh, was. Well, nine people actually died. The call they died from like whatever complications that was happening at this concert, and it was with uh, Travis Scott. The concert headline Travis Scott, and it's all over the news and everything. And I'm telling y'all, this is very sad. And I'm just like praying that, praying for the families, and praying that this really will be an eye opener um, to the saints, first of all, and an eye opener to those that are not saved. Because um, a lot of people that I was listening to the interviews, they said that the energy was wrong and just the symbolization that was present at that concert was like satanic symbols and so a lot of things that's uh that's going on with this character or this this person um travis scott it is um of course it's not holy but it's a lot of demonic things that's going on with him and his music and you can tell by the imagery that was at that concert and so I'm not blaming him totally for what happened because, as you know, it was over uh, 50,000 people at this concert and people getting trampled on, people getting suffocated. And you can tell, you can feel the negative satanic energy like in the videos. When you see, like now I know past concerts, I've heard of people like storming in or whatever, but I mean, you can just see and it. And when I seen that video of people just storming in, like storming in, uh, getting into the concert for free or whatever, and then it looked like they was acting like animals. I mean, and and it reminded me of idol worship, idol worship, because you're going to take, you're going to put your life in danger. You're going to put somebody else's life in danger just so you can see Travis Scott. Are you kidding me? And so it was like a bum rush. Like they bum rushed the security and they, they, they just bum rushed so they can get in there. And then the people that was already in there, they just, you know, like, like it was so crowded and it was so compact. And I was hearing the testimonies of them saying that, you know, like, just the energy and like i said it it's it's really ridiculous that people have lost their lives because of a concert because of a madness that went over at a concert and then to hear different i can't judge nobody but i listened to the video um of travis scott apologizing and I'm not going to really say all my opinions uh, about that because this might get aired internationally, but I'm like, what, what? Like, it just sounded really scripted to me, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I can't judge him or his feelings on what happened, but what I do know is the imagery um, at his concert was satanic, and I'm telling you, parents, if you are saved, 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 for the Holy Ghost, do not send or allow your kids to go these to these concerts that you know this is worldly music 
and the the lyrics and and the the feel the lyrics and everything in that music is satanic so why would you let your children go see or hear or even listen to it at home do not let your children this is a warning like do not let your children do this and to those that are saved wake up because it's time to give your life to christ so you can discern that hey this is this is not of god this is demonic i have no uh no place at this concert people that came out the concert was like like they will never go to a travis scott uh concert again based on that experience that happened and how he responded to it they said they will never go to attract dead bodies is getting like lifeless bodies getting took out but the concert was still going yes he paused to see what was going on but then he went back to singing he should have shut down that whole concert when he seen ambulance and you see lifeless bodies getting taken away and they said it was dark so he probably couldn't see i don't i can't speak on that because i wasn't at the concert but i know he i heard it and seen on a video that he paused so he knew something wasn't going right in that crowd and so anyway people are i can't judge him so i, I i'm not gonna say a lot of things about what his mind was thinking but from the interviews the energy the people said that was in there and how he responded they said that they would never go to a travis scott concert again <laughs> so anyway it what obviously was a negative experience for them um and what how he responded so that was that was our witnesses that was at the concert that was saying that so um but i'm not that's this that's not what this whole episode is about i'm just giving you the current news a sign of the times that it's time to give our lives to god and saints it's time for us to be bold i mean we sitting up here people are representing satan and and the church don't want to open their mouth mouth up and tell the goodness of god the church don't want to stand up for righteousness and holiness no i'm going to open my mouth up and i don't care who agree who disagree i'm gonna open my mouth up because i'm an ambassador for god the devil got his ambassadors on this earth and you think that i'm gonna shut up and be quiet i don't care if church folk don't like me and i'm not talking about the real church i'm talking about if church folk don't like me you can't silence me and you can't stop me because i'm gonna do what god has called me to do praise the lord and that's why i'm on this podcast on tonight now on today's on tonight's tell it like it is thursday y'all this brings me to the topic okay and i might change the subject uh on the headline on this podcast but anyway it it's it's more than an emotional experience it's a life-changing experience that's the that's the title um that i named this when i was just meditating before the lord it's more than an emotional experience it's a life changing experience and when i talk about the it i'm referring to the salvation experience because what you see a lot of time is a a, a lot of philly emotion you see people crying slobbing falling out on the floor and you be like wow okay so this is what god is about this is what god's about but it's more than that and when you see that that's like an outer uh outer thing and some people might not be real about it like they they go through all of this but it's not powerful enough to change actually change the person who they are and see that's not what salvation is about god don't want you to just slob and boo-hoo and all of this and your life you walk right back out the church and you live in the same life dead in sin that is not the purpose of coming to the church building and so you see that a lot and i'm like lord what is going on because if we are claiming to be christians we our life should be changed if we say we went to church last night why why would i see on my feed uh, uh cuss words or you starting drama on facebook why why and we just said we was at church and you said you had a good time and you shouted up the you shouted and you danced and whoo yes the pastor preached but the next day 
you cursing on your social media feed. One day you have things about God, uh, about blessings and all of this. Next day you cursing. What is going on? You need to shut up and get in the presence of God. Stop with all this emotional stuff. It's, it's that temporary. See, feelings is temporary, but salvation is life-changing. Glory to God. So when we really have an intimate encounter with Jesus, our life will totally transform. So I'm telling y'all, you can't, I'm going to go on. I'm going to say this again, though. When we really have an intimate encounter with Jesus Christ, our life will totally transform. And I'm going to tell you, I know this for myself. See, that's why I can speak the word with power because I know this and how God have transformed my life. Like, it's no way that you can spend time in God's presence and still come out the same. The Bible says the presence is full of joy and, and, and his pleasures forevermore. So you telling me you spending time in his presence, but you're still depressed you you a lie because see in his presence is full of joy. So you telling me you went to church and, and, and the pastor preached a word from the Lord and, and the, the, the praise team sung under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, but I still went home depressed. The devil is a lie in here because if we go to church and we hear the word of God, our life will transform because God presence supposed to be in your church building. See, the problem is sometimes you're going to church, you're dancing, you're practicing a dance, you get to church and you do that dance, you shouting, which means you're loud, you're shouting, praise the Lord, hallelujah, all of this. The pastor, he up in there preaching a motivational message. Now, a motivational message, I'm talking about motivation, but it ain't even based on the word of God. If you ain't motivated off the word of God, then that's not a motivational message you need to be hearing. Glory to God. So the preacher up there preaching a sugary-coated message to you so you can stay comfortable in your sins. And you saying, preach, pastor, preach, pastor, and steady dancing, but your life still haven't been changed. That's the problem because it's no reason why we should be going to a church building that's empowered by the Holy Ghost and our life is still the same. Because I'm telling you, when I was in sin, when I had backslid and went away from God and I came to church, I'm telling y'all, man, when my, my father, which is a pastor, used to preach that word, I promise you, I used to, ooh, I was like, Lord, Lord, I got to change. Like, it, it just, it, it, I felt remorse for what I was doing. And, and when I would go back home, I'm like, oh, God, I got to do something. Lord, I'm going to need you to lead me and guide me. But then when you get home, like, that pressure is still going to be there. And so I'm like, Lord, I got to do something. But if you're going to church and your pastor is just, preaching, 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 but he's not saying anything about sin or to motivate you to, to come out of sin, then again, you just experienced, had an emotional experience. You don't need, if you coming up to the altar, you need to be coming up to the altar with your hands up for sex and I forsake all, Lord, I want to give my life to you. But if you come up to that altar, you don't feel sorry for your sins and you boohooing, crying and slobbing, but you not deciding at that point that I want to give my life to God, you just had an emotional experience because God's being in God's presence will change your life. And I'm not saying that the pastor can force you to be saved, but if you're going to church and you don't actually feel the presence of God and, and you don't actually feel the need for you to come out of sin, if you're in sin, there's a problem. There's a problem. And I'm like, Lord, what is going on with our churches that people are comfortable uh, in being, like you're comfortable in being a uh, homosexual, or, or lesbian or whatever, but you comfortable in these and being in a position and you don't want to change your life. Why are you comfortable? Like we welcome everybody, but you should be listening to the word and say, you know what? I need to change my life. Like one day I was a fornicator. I was on my way to hell. And so I still was like, I need to change my life. And then I'm looking at like, I'm like, why are we comfortable? in sin and again we welcome everybody we're not no one no no you are welcome to come to our church no matter what sin you find yourself in 
But what I'm saying is these churches where where they're just preaching it, oh, you're gonna get a blessing, you're gonna get you're gonna get a car, you're gonna get this, you're gonna get that, you're gonna get that. But you read in Matthew and you see who the blessed people are, it says nothing about the material wealth. Come on now. But yes, material wealth come with us living for God. But it, when when it says about being blessed, it I don't hardly see like in Matthew, bless are the meek, bless are these, bless are the prayer heart, bless are all of that, the Beatitudes. It don't say like bless are those that have thousands of money. No, I'm blessed because I have God in my life and I'm obedient. And see, now that I'm obedient, see, it say like, like all these things, it's going to come to me anyway. Like overflow is going to come to me anyway because I'm, I am blessed. The car, the car don't make me blessed. I'm blessed because I'm obedient to God and I'm a child of God and I'm pure in heart and all of those other things. That is why I'm blessed. So anyway, we're going to go on because I didn't got off, off my notes, glory to God. But I'm telling you, if you come to church and a pastor is not preaching against sin, the pastor's not preaching like, like Jesus is soon to come, let us all make sure our lives is right. If he's not preaching about getting your life together to meet the soon coming king, then you are going to the wrong church because people out here, the real church, a lot of people don't want to attend, but they would rather go to a church. The Bible saying like they 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 had those itching ears, like they heap into themselves, like their own teachers, so they can teach them what they want to hear, and so they can still be comfortable with coming to church without changing your life. But if you, I, I can't get, I, I can't go past that. But I'm going ahead of myself. But I'm telling you, Jesus is soon to come. And we need to experience way more than emotional. We need a life-changing experience. And Jesus, he came, he came on earth and he died and he rose and he sent back his spirit, which is a Holy Ghost, so we can have this life-changing experience. So I'm not going to settle for saying, you know what, I'm just human. No, God has given me the power, the power, Lord, hallelujah. To, to, to he conquers sin, I can do the same thing. So we're going to go on. Okay, if you call yourself a believer or saved and you still practice premarital sex, you still go partying and clubbing, okay? You still curse, you still get high, smoke and get drunk, then you just had an emotional experience. Furthermore, it's called a form of godliness. Because I'm sitting up here like, you, we can't say that we are saved and we're still habitually sinning. Get the word, habitually sinning. But we saying we are Holy Ghost filled. No, you either saved or you a sinner. So I cannot keep doing things of the world, still going to different places that I, a, a saint have no business in and call myself saved, but still come to church and lift up hands. They ain't holy, but you lifting up hands that are uncleansed. Now I'm not talking about you come to church, for instance, and you a backslider and you came to church and you want God to forgive you of your sins. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a person that's coming to church and deliberately going out sinning, coming to church, deliberately going out sinning. No, 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 no. You're not saved because a saved person that like, no, I got to please God. Um, I'm going to present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. So if I'm still coming to church and claiming to be saved and I'm still practicing sin, then I just had an emotional experience at church, but I'm not allowing the power of God to take control of my life. And it is called a form of godliness. It's called a form of God and how serious God is about this. He says, stay away from people like that. Let me go ahead and read because we don't, we don't want to get to these type of scriptures, but we need to address this because it's widespread. It's like, I'm like, Lord, can I find, can I find somebody that I can link up with? It is some people. Now I'm going to say it's some people that's really allowing the power of the Holy Ghost to work in you. But, and then it's some that just want to go to church and just want to hold a title in the church, but still sin. 
And it's like, why are you thinking that you're going to enter into the pearly gates? And God said, the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. It don't matter what position you hold in church, you merely have a form of godliness. And I'm going to read 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, we are living in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people will only love themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. I mean, people will walk up and they don't consider nothing sacred because how can you feel comfortable in sin and still be a deacon? How can you feel comfortable in sin and still be a minister? How can you be comfortable in sin and still be a pastor? I don't understand. How can you sing on a praise thing, sing on a choir and still live in sin? They don't consider the house of God sacred. Like, Lord have mercy. When I was in sin, I didn't hold any church positions because I'm like, Lord, this is your house. The things of you is holy. And so I know if I want to participate in the things of you, I got to be holy. I grew up like that. I read the word of God. It don't even matter if I grew up in it and it wasn't proven in the word. I took the word for myself and read it and how I should be holy and acceptable. It's scripture. But yet we come up into the house of God and don't take it sacred. This is God's holy house. Been consecrated before the Lord. Why would one be comfortable in sin, performing and doing things in the church and you are in sin? They will consider nothing sacred. This, this Bible is thousands, what probably thousands, I believe thousands of years old. And it this is what's happening. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. I mean, this is happening in around the church and outside of the church. People are so like they don't even love, like, like unconditionally, because love is unconditional. Like, it's like, no, it's all about me. I mean, if I can get to the top by pushing you down, so be it. I don't care because I've got to get to the top. This is how people are thinking. They only care about themselves. They don't be wanting to go the extra mile for people. If, if they can't screenshot it or whatever and be like, ooh, I helped the poor, then they don't even want to do it. Like, you don't love people. You just love the attention. It's just building, act, patting you on the back. They're so unloving and unforgiving. Oh my gosh, they will slander others and have no self-control. Yes, people don't care about talking about you. You can see it on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere else. They will talk about you. Put your name in the dirt and don't care nothing about it. Have no self-control. And y'all know sex is out of control. And I'm talking about with young and old. But I'm going to get to that part. But I don't understand. You talking about you believing in Christ and you don't have no control over your body. The Bible said, I bring my body under subjection. If you have the Holy Ghost power, you will have self-control because temperance is one of the fruit of the Spirit. See, this is how you're going to know them. This is how you're going to see if this person have a form of godliness. Is they just talking the talk or is they really walking the talk? Because I'm like, really? Really? No, bro, no, sir, no. Go back to the altar because you just have a form. You don't have no power if you can't bring your body under subjection. And not even just sex. Your mouth be running, talking about people, gossiping about people. No self-control. Anger out of this roof. Attitude can't control your tongue. They will be cruel and hate what is good. I'm telling y'all, people don't care and they are cruel. They don't care. And I, you can, like, I'm like, I do all I can to be a good person. And people will hate you. Like, they hate the good things that you do. And I'm talking about even around the church. You doing good. But they don't want those people. They want the fake. They want to hang around the fake people that's uh, just saying that they are saved. They hate what is good. Like, really? What? This is what this world have came to. I promise you, you can be a good person doing good things and they're going to find something to talk about you. They're going to find something negative about you because they don't can't stand what is good. Jesus is good. And Jesus in me is what make me good. And so it's like people, people that's real, people that's 
people don't want to hang around you. It's evidence even on Facebook. Even I'm telling you, even on all social media platforms. If you talking mess, if you talking drama, if you have naked, I promise you, you getting thousands and maybe millions of likes. If you talking about the gospel of Jesus, if you really living it and talking about it, man, you ain't gonna hardly get no likes. People ain't gonna hardly talk to you. People, they're gonna be like, mm-mm. But if you got drama going on, half naked, and you don't live this thing for real, I, man, you're going to have so many followers. And so I was like, Lord, every time I think about it, I'm like, that's why that's why he was saying a few will be saved. Because I, I wrote, I mean, I said something like birds of the feather flock together. It's so true. It's so true. And I'm looking like, what in the world? People that's truly saved. People don't want to be around it. I'm going to go on because my minutes is going. I'm going to have to do a part two. They will betray their friends. I mean, I see this so much. Be reckless like them people running through in that concert, past the security, stumping people, trampling over people. Reckless. Be puffed up with pride. Again, it's all about me bringing glory to me. And they be like, forget God. Uh-uh, this is all about me and what I want to do. As long as I'm being seen and my name is in the lights and my name headline, I'm good. It's all about them. And love pleasure rather than God. And y'all know y'all are seeing this. Y'all are seeing this. It's all about having a good time. And even around the church world, like, do who really love God? Because see, if you love God, the Bible says you're going to keep his commandments. So it's like, no, nah, I, I want to have pleasure. Like you going on vacation, you can't even tell these folks is saints. Like what? The Bible says we are ambassadors. It don't say I'm just an ambassador in church. Come on now, all of us are supposed to be saved, but most of us in the church building is supposed to be saved. So who you, you ain't doing nothing great if you looking good in church with your suit on, your nice dress. No, I should be able to know you if you in Tahiti or wherever you done went. I should be able to say, oh, that's a godly woman right there. That's a godly man. But no, you about having pleasure and pleasing yourself rather than loving God. It's not even about God. No, it's about pleasing yourself. Anyway, they will act religious. They will act religious. Oh, I'm telling y'all, this is right now. They will act religious. These folk know the word of God. They know it, but they ain't living it. They know the word of God. People are going to going to school to study it. And some of them just studying so they can argue with you. They know the word. But they will reject the power that can make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Stay away from people like that. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, NLT. So, y'all, I just have to cut this off real quick. But I'm coming back with part two. Just stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Bless God. Okay, y'all. Like I said, I told y'all I'll be right back. Uh, this anchor only allow you to record about 30 minutes and then it'll cut you off. But uh, anyway, y'all, the pleasure. I'm going back. And love, pleasure rather than God. Love, pleasure rather than God. It's all, like I say, it's all about having a good time. What's going to please my flesh? What's going to make me happy? Hardly, you don't see hardly anybody saying like they want to sacrifice their life for God. And I'm not talking about sacrifice, kill yourself or kill somebody. I'm talking about some things you can't do, some things you can't say, some places you can't go, some things you can't wear. Because stop saying you sanctified. Because when I say I'm sanctified, I'm set apart for the master's use, which Jesus is my master. So certain things I can't indulge in because, see, I love God more than I love pleasure. But in this scripture, it says they love pleasure rather than God. And then they will act religious like all these churches on every corner, every corner, every corner. But who's really living the word of God? We're supposed to live by every word of God. Like you can't take some scriptures, pull them out, and do the other scriptures. No, we got to really live for God. We have to walk in the spirit. So they will act religious, but they're going to reject the power that could make them godly. Because you hardly ever hear people saying, I thank God for being filled with the Holy Ghost. I thank God for being filled with God's spirit. I thank God for being filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't hardly ever hear people saying that because their religion is vain. The religion that they have is a bunch of rules to make them say feel like they okay. 
they feel like they've been doing something. They will act religious because they they they're they're obeying a bunch of rules, which I had my religion. Okay, I have pure religion because I believe in God's word and I do it. It's not just about a bunch of rules. No, because the Holy Ghost in me, I obey the word because this is what pleases God. It's not about saying, oh, she's a good Christian. No, am I pleasing God? So most people don't care. Be like, okay, I'm going to act religious. I'm going to go to church every Sunday. But you know what? Saturday night, I'm going to be in a club, have drunk, and I'm going to get up in the morning on Sundays and go to church. And listen, and again, I'm not saying that Saturday, like, for example, Saturday night, you got drunk, but Sunday the Lord was leading you to come to church. You come to church, and you give your life to God. Praise the Lord. I'm not talking about those kind of people. I'm talking about the people like you you are professing to be a believer in Christ and you are getting strung out on whatever substance, but then you come up in a church with your dirty hands and serving the offering plate. You come in the church with your dirty hands preaching to the people. You just curse somebody out either the day of or the night before, but you're coming to the church giving a message to the people. After you you married and you slept with somebody else, you slept with somebody else and your wife the previous night, but you didn't got up in the morning, preach a message to the people of God. You hypocrite. So I'm talking about they act religious. They look religious on Sunday and whatever days they go to church. But when you find them out in them streets, they're not living the life they talking about because you rejecting the power. Instead of you saying, Lord, create me a clean heart. Lord, fill me up with your spirit because I need to walk like you. I need to talk like you because I can't live this life on my own. No, you just want to follow some of the laws in the Bible that's going to make you look good and you're going to reject the power, which is the Holy Ghost, that can keep you from falling. And that is what is going on in these days and times. People want to seem like they know God, but they don't want to know God. Because you don't want to suffer. You don't want to let go of the world. they just religious. They look the part. I can't stand when people are like, oh, I'm just churchy. Yeah, you just churchy because you ain't part of the church. People that's part of the church have experience, have a life-changing experience, and they live by the word. They walk in the spirit, so they won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We're going to go on. Stay away from people like that so when... I hear people like, oh, you you just think you want to die. No, the Bible told me to stay away from people like that. If you want to act religious but reject the Holy Ghost power, I don't need to be around you because you are going to dim my light. Because I'm out here living for Jesus for real. But you want to play. You want to be fake. You want to do all those things that I mentioned above in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4. You want to be fake. So I can't be with you. Stay away from people like that. Because, again, you, the person that's living holy, and you hanging around with somebody that is habitually sinning, habitually uh, laying with somebody that's not their husband or wife, but you call yourself safe? No, you shouldn't even have close associations with people like that. Because then people on the outside, they know this person is fake. They're going to be like, oh, she must be fake too. Because she hanging with her all the time. I mean, so not that you don't love that person. But until that person wants to change and, and accept the power, you don't need to hang around with them. And I'm talking about people that know better. They, they are religious. But they don't want the Holy Ghost power. They just want to act. We're going to go on. Because I'm telling y'all, it, it, it's a shame. It's a sin and a shame. Because I'm like, I really I really want this life changing. And I thank God for changing my life. But everybody don't want it. And it's like, okay, well, if you don't want it, don't be fake. Just say I'm a sinner. I'm okay with that. Just tell me I'm a sinner. Like, don't do nothing in the church. I'm a sinner, and you need to get your life right with the Lord. All of us had to come. All of us was born in sin. We all had to be saved. You need to acknowledge that, but don't fake the funk because fake the funk. Make sure you hear it. Because when Jesus come back, he only, he he know you. He know you. People be saying, only God can judge me. Guess what? He's going to judge you. He know you. He know your heart. See, when you have a pure heart, you're going to produce per actions, okay? And so when he come back, he's going to judge you according to what your works 
was, okay, whether it's good or whether it was evil. So you got to make sure that, you know what, am I holy? Am I doing what the world say? Or I'm following a crowd that says, you know what, God know my heart. Yes, God do. So that's why he said, like, that's why David said, create me a clean heart. Because if your heart is dirty, it needs to be clean. God will clean it. Anyway, we're going to go on. Lord have mercy. We don't come to church out of tradition or just to socialize. We don't, we don't, hold on. We don't, ju- we don't just come to church. We don't just come to church out of, tra- out of tradition or to just socialize. Because that's what I'm like. I mean, if, if you don't want your life to be changed by God, like you don't want to stop sinning. If you don't want to grow in grace, why are you coming to church? Like you're wasting your time. You might as well not come to church because you're going to hell anyway. If you don't want to change your life, like why are you coming to church? So my thing is, that's why I was coming to church. And that's why I come to church now, because I need to grow in the Lord. I always want to grow. And I want to hear what God is saying to his people through the pastor. Or God may use a prophet, or God may use whoever. I need to be at church so I can hear that word. And yes, we are also come to church to fellowship with like-minded believers in Christ Jesus, okay? We come to church to do those things. But it's not just about that. If you not coming to church for your life to be changed, coming to church is going to be in vain for you, okay? Um, It's his word that is going to allow us, um, it's his word that we must listen to so we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's the only way. Because if you study on Facebook or in all this social stuff, or you listen to, to ungodly people and all of this, your mind is not going to transform. It's not an automatic thing. It's not an automatic thing. You must dive into the word of God. And the Bible also, how can you hear without a preacher? You must hear preaching. And how can they preach unless they be sent? That pastor needs to be sent by God. Because so many people is preaching, but they are not sent by God. They made themselves a preacher. Okay, so you got to make sure and pray, Lord, if you're not in the right church, Lord, send me to someone that is preaching the true word of God. Send me to a church where the Holy Ghost is in operation. Glory to God. So we must, it's the word of God that is going to help us to be, continue to be transformed. Because when you first receive salvation when you're born again of the water and of the spirit okay you was baptized in the name of jesus christ you received the gift of the holy ghost okay now you are a new person your your mind everything is new everything is new right but your mind have to continue to be transformed you can't just say oh i'm saved now so i'm not going to do anything no you got to continue to feed your mind with the word of God so you can become more and more like Jesus. Because the more and more that you read and hear, the more and more you're going to become like whatever it is that you're reading and hearing. So that's why a lot of times I'm listening to the word of God. I'm reading the word of God. And when I listen to motivational messages, it's quoting scriptures with the message because it's it's not about just motivation unless it's back. I need to hear some scripture with it because I got the I can't. I'm not gonna stay on earth. I don't need stuff to just motivate me to just do this on my job, get a business, all that. That's fine. That is great. But if I'm not motivated to live holy every day, then that natural stuff ain't gonna matter because I ain't gonna see Jesus in peace and I'm gonna go to hell forever. This is just temporal. So I need to be motivated both naturally and spiritually. So that's why I feed my mind with things that are from scripture. So in order for your life to continue to transform and be conformed in the image of God, you got to know him. And you know him through spending time with him in prayer and the word of God. And we're going to go on. Now, if there's no transformation, for instance, you going to church again. And your life haven't changed. You still hateful. You still bitter. Um, you still envious, jealous, backbiting, gossiping, uh, habitually sec- 
having sex and all the stuff I mentioned before habitually, okay, you don't have a relationship with God, not a saving one. And your religion is vain. Because again, anytime we come into God's presence and we spend time with him, we have a life-changing experience. It's like you see an angel. I mean, if you see a real-life angel in, in, his, in, in his heavenly form, you're never going to be the same. You're never going to be the same. So when we spend time with Jesus, you're never going to be the same. It's going to change your whole outlook on life. So I, I'm, I'm just telling y'all, God's word, God's word is spirit and it's life. All right. So when I have a relationship with God and I'm spending time with his word, it brings that life to me. I'm, I'm no longer, I'm not dead to my sin. And so we got to allow, it will, it will again, transform you. The world will transform you. And because being like, we can't just come to church and just hear the word because that, that's not going to change me. That's, that's, that has nothing to do with my relationship with God. And I'm not, it's, well, let me say it's a part of my relationship with God because I want to hear the word. But if I don't do it, then my life won't be transformed. So it's not enough for me to keep going to church every Sunday, 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 but my life is not being transformed. I'm not a doer of the word. I got to be a doer of the word because at the end of the day, God is coming back for me. I might die before he come back in the uh, rapture. And if I die, I'm still going to be judged. Okay. So either way, we got to make sure that we are living transformed lives because I'm looking like, Lord have mercy, Jesus. I'm examining myself as well because I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be lost. And there's no way I'm going to come to church every Sunday and, and, and do all of this. I'm in positions and I, I'm not about to do all of this and still go to hell. Cause like I said, hell is longer than any one of our lives. I'm not spending hell. And it's not just about, it's like, if when you go to hell, that's eternal separation from God. Like I love the Lord. I want to spend eternity with him. I'm not living for him to just be with his enemy, which is Satan. Why would I do that? He loved me that he died and he rose. And he filled me with his spirit so we can commune and be closer together. Why? I'm not going to give none of that up, y'all. I'm not giving that up. And, and No, nah, it, it it profits me nothing, okay? So I'm going to move on to another, another part because I'm like, I'm telling y'all. When God changed you, everything is new. Your mindset is new. Your way of living is new. The way you talk is new. The way you dress is new. The relationships and friendships you entertain is new. So I'm just sitting up here like, why, if I say I'm saving filled with the Holy Ghost, why would I entertain or why would I say I need to marry someone that is unsaved? When the Bible clearly say, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I'm just trying to figure out this, y'all. But anyway, our relationships that we entertain is new. We don't we don't operate with the same mindset because him being fine, him having a lot of money, him having all his wealth, but he not saved. You don't need him now. He got all that, and he said, Whoa, "Glory to God!" But if he ain't saving, he got all this. Why are you still talking to him? Because if you love God, why are you talking to somebody that don't love God? That makes no sense. You should be frustrated and aggravated with that. But that shows where you at in God. Anyway, we're going to go on. But everything changes when we are in Christ. The Bible says in man being Christ, he's a new creature. Now, we are made holy and new because we, again, possess God's spirit, which is holy. Our holy life is an outward manifestation of an inward transformation. Get it? Our holy life is an outward manifestation of an inward transformation. So since God changed me and he came into my life, now I can talk right. Now I can do right. Now I can do all of this. Just because somebody have a long skirt draping the ground do not mean that they are holy. No, 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 no. See, what's going on on the inside is working on the outside. 
and that's why I behave the way I behave. That's why I dress the way I dress because see that that Holy Spirit in me will be like, "Uh, oh, don't wear that. That's that. That's too tight. That's too short." You know, like if I will feel a certain way because I had the Holy Spirit leading me and walking in the Spirit. But if you again deny the power and you just merely following certain scriptures in the Bible, you ain't gonna feel bad when you going to the club with that skirt all the way up. You ain't gonna feel bad when you have on them leg and pants on the whole shape of your behind and your crouch area. You ain't gonna feel bad because you don't even got the Holy Ghost. So it's nothing in you to just irk you to like, no, don't do that. And then some people just got common sense and won't wear certain things. But the Holy, if you got the Holy Ghost, I'm expecting way more from you because the Holy Ghost teach you some things. And the Bible even say that. So I'm like, wait, why, why, Mm-mm. why are you comfortable doing these things, going these places? And you say you got the Holy Ghost. And so that's why I'm telling y'all, if an inward change is happening, you're going to see it in people on the outside. You're going to see it on the outside. Glory to God. I'm going. So, and this is another scripture. 1 John 3.10. By, by this, the children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. Now listen, this is how you're going to identify the children of God and the children of the devil. Anyone who does not practice righteous, which means who does not see God's will in thought, action, and purpose, is not of God. Let me say it again. Anyone who does not practice righteousness, which means they do not see God's will in thought, action, and purpose, is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his believing brother. Let me say it again. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. So everybody is not a child of God. Sorry, you can't just say you're a child of God and think you're a child of God. No, 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 no. There are some qualifications for you to be a child of God. First of all, you got to be born again of the water and the spirit. You got to be born into his kingdom. Glory to God. Anyone who does not practice righteousness, which means they do not see God's will in thought, action, and purpose, is not of God. Nor is the one who does not unselfishly love his believing brother. So that's another thing. People be like, ooh, I'm saved, I'm saved. But I hate, ooh, I can't stand that girl over there. I can't stand that man. I hate him. Hey, but you supposed to have to love God. No, you a child of the devil. You a child of the devil if you don't practice righteousness. I'm not saying if you have a slip up automatically, oh, you're not a child of God no more. I'm not saying, the this say, Anyone who does not practice righteousness. So practice me like you, 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 it's like, it's like your life. Like it's something that you do. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a part of who you are. And so you're doing righteous, like, and it says seeking God's will and thought, action, and purpose. So I be like, like decisions you making again, whether it involves marriage, a job, moving, whatever, you should be seeking God's will for that. This is how you know somebody's a child of God or they just going to church. Because when you really love God and you want his will to be done in your life, you're going to pray about your mate for marriage. Because in holiness, we believe in marriage to death do you part. So I'm saved. I need to marry somebody that God approves of. So if this is a part of it. If you're not seeking God for his will and in your life in different actions and your what and your purpose was what you created for, are you really righteous? Because anyone who does not practice righteousness, who, anyone who does not practice righteousness is right living. So you ain't doing right on your own. Jesus is the only one that's wholly right. So so if you ain't seeking God for his will on all this uh the things that's important in your life, your your job, your your um your business, your marriage, and all of this stuff, you're not of God because you don't care about his will. You are the devil. Because who you serving? You either serving God or you serving the devil. So this is clear. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God. It's so simple. So don't get, don't get y'all, 
Don't get caught up in these people that saying all this godly stuff on social media or wherever, prophesying in church, all these church positions, but yet they still serving sin. Yet they're not seeking God for his will for their life. Yet you can't even identify whether they are a saint or not. I just was listening to a clip from Juanita Bynum, Dr. Juanita Bynum. And I'm like, this now in this clip, she was telling the truth. Like you said, these women, you prophesying or 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 you say you're a woman of God, but your breasts, your breasts all out, your cleavage, a lot of cleavage. I mean, your breast is out. I mean deep cleavage. And and you talk about you a woman of God, sit down. It's not even talking about no, sit down. You a lover of pleasure more than lover of God. You ain't even thinking about what God say. You're supposed to cover your niggas. You're supposed to be modest. You're not modest when your breast is out. Okay, you can see the cleavage, the cleavage, deep cleavage. Then short skirts, tight skirts, tight pants, tight everything. I'm like, what? Lord, the whole shape of your butt, the imprint of your vagina. But you talking about you righteous. You talking about you as a holy single woman. You ain't no holy. You not holy. Because you ain't seen God's will when God's words say be modest. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So how you decide to display your body is representing, is you representing God or is you representing yourself? Because you're not representing the Lord properly. You're not. So sit down, shut up, and get in the presence of the Lord so he can tell you what to do and how to do. Because if you ain't being convicted of what you're wearing, but you a prophetess, or, or you call yourself a missionary, or you call yourself whatever, and you're not convicted of how you look, but you can tell me what God said. Now, I'm telling you, God can use a donkey. But that don't mean the Bible saying that day, they're going to say, Lord, 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 I did this in your name and that. And you're going to say, depart from me. I don't even know you. Like, I don't you your work was of iniquity. So don't get y'all, don't get twisted. If you out here, you ain't saved, don't get it twisted. Because everybody that claims to be of God and and they're not, they're not. Because they're gonna be prophesying. You're gonna see a lot of wonders done. A lot of people are doing the right thing, and God is not denying his name, and the people are being healed. People they might be telling the truth, but don't follow their life. Don't follow their life because they are hypocrites. And they, if they don't change their life and give their life to God and walk in his will for their life, they're going to hell too. So we need to stop. People be in the church, I promise you, I promise y'all. Uh-uh, emotional, emotional, too many emotional experiences. Like you speaking in tongue to like to to to, ooh, to heaven come to earth. But yet. Your nasty mouth is cursing and talking about people, and, and your nasty mouth is, is, is. I can't, I can't, y'all. No, 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 no. Did this, this another scripture? The people drove nigh to me with their mouth and honored me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. Like, no, that's what I'm telling y'all. People can be doing all this outward show in the church and wherever else or whatever platform they are on, but their heart is not with God. Because if you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, all that, we will see an outward manifestation of that. We will see you living for God continually. We will see your life like being representative of God. We will see the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, all of that and more. That's just some of it. Temperance. We'll see it all. If, if, if you really about what you're talking about, but you're not. Because you have a form of godliness and denying the power. So I'm telling y'all, if you are looking for a church home and you want to be saved and come out of sin, do not follow these type of people that have all this mess to say. Not mess, all this stuff to say about God. But their life ain't lining up to it. Don't even follow a preacher like that. Because he's not, he may be on his way to hell, and so are you if you under his ministry. Get out that ministry. And if you're looking for a church home, come to a church that's living by the word of God, that's preaching from the word of God, not by their mind. And you can see that you following on in their scripture what they're telling you to do. You can at their life, their life is doing what you, what they're telling you to do. That's who you need to follow. So I'm going to go on, glory to God, but whoo, Jesus, Lord, Lord, I'm telling y'all, 
Jesus is soon to come and we got to be ready. But I just want to leave y'all with this thought. Um, When the Holy Ghost come on you, you're going to have some power. You have power. So don't don't look at these people that's saying they had the Holy Ghost and they don't have power. No, the Bible says if the Holy Ghost come upon you, you will have power. God will give you some keeping power. And I'm not saying when you just get saved, yes, you're going to make some mistakes. But the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, I promise you, the Holy Ghost will not let you rest. You're going to immediately repent and say, Lord, uh-uh, I found myself in this. I don't want to find myself in this again. Give me the strength and show me what to do. Because a lot of times you had a Holy Ghost, but no discipline. You need to be praying. You need to be fasting. You need to be doing stuff continually. Watching what you see. Watching what you hear. Watching the company you keep. So certain things you got to do every day. So you won't find yourself falling. It will be very hard for you to fall back into a sin because you are keeping yourself empowered with the Holy Ghost and keeping your mind stayed on Jesus. So you're going to need discipline. Glory to God. Because we can do this. Don't listen to these people. The Holy Ghost is real. The Holy Ghost is what's keeping me. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost is what is keeping me right now. I'm a single mom of three children, 38 years old. But the Holy Ghost is keeping me. I'm not out here dating. I am waiting for my husband to come claim me. Glory to God. Glory to God. The last man that I, the last man that I dated was my children's father 14 years ago. And I said, Lord, until you send me the man that's for me, I'm not going, I'm not going out on dates with nobody. Glory to God. And I thank the Lord for that. And when my husband finally, Lord God, when God revealed to him that I'm his wife, glory to God, he will come and claim me as his own. But I'm not out here, I'm not out here having no premarital sex. I'm not out here smoking, drinking, party. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not puffing myself up, but I give glory to God because I'm it's a process and you have to grow in the Lord. And I thank God for keeping me. And I'm like, I love everybody. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. Even though the people that don't like me, I don't want to see nobody go to hell. But I'm telling y'all right now, you got to be careful. I'm in it with this because just because you may be in a church building, everybody ain't saved. So you got to make sure you got to make sure you stay around strong minded people and Please stay around strong mind people that you may be saved because Jesus is soon to come. And it's about to cut me off again. So y'all, I'll be back just in one minute. Glory to God. Okay, y'all, I am back. But yes, y'all, like I said, stay around strong minded people because you're going to have people like, and it's a shame because you'll have people, again, I mentioned before, like if you're doing good, for the Lord, you're walking in purpose and you're living for Jesus, you're not going to have a lot of friends. And I'm talking about even in the church building because everybody don't want to be right. Some people just want to come to church and do their thing when they get out. And, and it's just, it is what it is. So if, if you want to stay empowered by the Holy Ghost, you need to stay around other people that want to be empowered by the Holy Ghost, people that are living for the Lord. But I'm telling you right now, salvation is not just about an emotional experience it is a life-changing experience and god will totally change your life glory to god and so if you have any questions concerns please hit me up on facebook i can be reached at takia wally t-i-k-i-a last name w-i-l-e-y you can hit me up on holy lady t at on instagram holy lady t instagram I also have a private I am worth it Facebook page again, and it's only for single women, single women. And you can find out, you know, just a lot about my life and just motivation, encouraging messages to keep you saved and single. Glory to God. And so I also have a YouTube page, a YouTube page. I am worth it again. And so I pray that this bless someone and encourage someone if you're in sin on tonight to come out and ascend because I'm telling you, it's no habit that Jesus Christ cannot break. It's no habit that Jesus Christ cannot break again with the Holy Ghost. You will have power. And don't get me twisted because when you come to church, we're not going to be looking upside your head. We're going to be praying for you that God will deliver you. We're not going to look down on you because such was some of us. But God has washed us, glory to God. God has cleansed us and he sanctified us and called us his own. And you can experience that too. There is nothing 
too hard for the Lord. He will heal your broken heart. He will. He is a habit breaker. I heard people say that, and I seen, I seen other people with these bad habits, and God changed their life. I was once in sin, and God changed my mind. He changed my life. He changed my whole outlook on life. That's why I know the Holy Ghost is real. Glory to God. I was a mean, stubborn, hateful, selfish person. Glory to God. But when he came, and hallelujah, he came into my life, he changed the way I talk. He changed the way I think. He changed the way I give. He changed the way I love. I love everybody. And again, I don't want to see nobody go to hell. And if I have it and God lead me, I give. Hallelujah. And I don't mind sacrificing myself and sacrificing my time and my money to help other people. Because I realize that this life is not about me. It's not just about me, but it's about God being glorified and it's about helping others to be saved. I got out the fire and I'm coming back to pull other people out the fire. You want to come out the fire tonight? Hit me up. Glory to God. I will. Hallelujah. Encourage you, whatever, whatever situation you are in glory god you can be delivered if you hallelujah if you are womanizer if you are homosexual if you are abuser whatever you are on tonight god can clean you up glory to god so y'all be blessed in jesus name and remember jesus is soon to come and we got to be holy we got to be right hey i will check y'all i'm checking out on tonight y'all have a blessed one again peace out